Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. We have Diggable Planets tickets to give away. 207-807-1104 is the phone number. They're coming to the State Theater on the 14th of September. 207-807-1104. You want to see a super cool hip-hop show at the State Theater? We got you right now. 207-807-1104. The question you need to answer, though, is... What smell puts you in a good mood? This is a little off topic for me um, here, but I want to mention it because we're talking about smells. I walked out of my uh, condo this morning and the hallways smelled like fresh paint. Oh. And I couldn't find where the fresh paint was, but it smelled like fresh paint. Like I looked at the trim. I looked everywhere. Nothing. Usually they put a sign up. Usually there's a like wet paint sign and that's what it smelled like. And I couldn't see anything. And then I was worried like taking Lana out, she would brush up against something and paint herself, but she didn't. I also couldn't see where there was any clean paint. I don't know. Like I said. Maybe it was the, maybe the exterminator came for the bats and sprayed chemicals in the air. Oh, maybe, but I don't think so because the exterminator turned us down and said, just (gasps) open up your window. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Bats are, what are they called? Protected. Protected species. Yeah. The exterminator for our building said, sorry, can't do anything. Just open your window and hope for the best. (laughs) I was was like, all right. Got some new neighbors. Yeah. I haven't seen one in a couple days. Fingers crossed. Now that we brought it up again. Thanks. Sorry. There'll be one hanging out above my door. Literally. When I get, when I get home, everybody in the office is like, oh my God, bats are so cute. I'm like, really? I'm not the only one. No. Intern Haley said the same thing. (laughs) I love bats. They're so cute. Like, you guys are crazy. You don't want them in your place. Well, no, but I want them to live, have a good life. Is it wrong that I don't care if they live or die? Um, kind of. There's clearly a need for them, right? Because they're protected. An alien needs to come to Earth and teach you a lesson. I don't... (laughs) I don't know what that need is, but if it was up to me, the exterminator would come and gas them all out. Oh my God. I don't like stuff like that. Anyways, uh, the smell that puts me in a good mood (laughs) is any uh, lovely aroma coming from the kitchen. So anything? Anything coming from the kitchen, especially when I'm not in the kitchen, because that means that I'm not doing the work of the cooking and somebody else is, and I'm going to get to enjoy the spoils. You know what kind of annoys me because it happens so often is anytime... I start sauteing onions or garlic in a pan. It'll be the first step. Nothing is cooking. It's just that. And it starts to warm up. Tucker will always be like, oh my God, what are you making? It smells amazing every single time. And I'm like, how does your nose not register that this is garlic or an onion? Like, how do you not know by now? (laughs) He likes to smell. There's nothing wrong with that. I know, but it's like every single time. Oh my God, what are you making? It smells amazing. From the other condos in my building, sometimes (laughs) I'll I'll walk by and I can smell like, oh, they're cooking in there. I wonder what they're having. I love guessing. I can tell when people are making fajitas. Like I can smell the seasoning. I'm my nose. I should use my nose for a job. You know how like they have like dogs like sniff drugs. I need to sniff things because I'll figure it out. You want to sniff drugs for a for a job? I don't know if I should be doing that. <laughs> um, What's your smell that puts you in a good mood? Um, cleaning products. Like if you walk into a bathroom and it kind of smells like bleach, even though you're not supposed to breathe that in. I'm like, oh, my God, someone's been cleaning. I'm in a sparkly clean bathroom right now. I love that smell. Or like toilet bowl cleaner smells kind of like minty fresh. You know what I'm talking about? It has that weird minty smell. I do. It's bizarre, but okay. Why is it minty? So you can brush your teeth with it as well. That's disgusting. What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Gavin Brill. I'm from uh, Augusta, Maine. Tell us what smell puts you in a good mood. Oh, man. I love waking up in the morning, going down to the basement to smell the basement. Really? Yeah, the basement, the basement smells. The best smell. 
They freak me out. It smells like... Musty, right? Yeah, musty is the word. That's the word that I like to smell. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's the one that puts me in a good mood is musty. All right, we'll take it. All right. Is it like the yeah, wood? Is it, what is it What is it about the smell that, that really puts a smile on your face? You know, I don't really even know. I've always liked it since I was a little kid. I don't know. I really can't. I can't tell you. I don't know. Interesting. It just smells like basement and I love it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, are you trying to win a pair of tickets to this show? I am trying to win a pair of tickets to the show. All right, well, let's make it happen. You're going to see Diggable Planets on the 14th of September. Congratulations. You got our tickets. Hey, you're in there. Um, and we got one more pair of tickets that we're going to give away tomorrow. So you just snuck in there. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Have a great day. We've done the weird smell in the past that you enjoy, but this was just like what smell put you in a good mood. And you said cleaning products. He said a basement. basement. You guys are freaks. No one said, I don't know, cinnamon rolls. That's cookies. what I said. I said any smell coming out of the kitchen. That's not me. Oh, cooking. For, for some reason I thought, well, cooking versus baking. Like I was thinking of food, not Here, dessert. Here's a good one that I can get behind. This used to be my favorite Yankee candle smell. Pink sands. Oh yes. That one does smell the best. This person says, my room smells so delightful. And then here's another weirdo. Diesel fumes from 18 wheelers. It reminds me of road trips. I guess I, I guess when you have like a memory attached to the smell, it makes sense. And somebody also texted in and told me how to take care of my bat problem. Call Maine Wildlife Reservation. Oh. They can trap and release or animal control. Good idea. As long as they release them far, far away. For some reason in my algorithm, what is it, TLC, the learning channel where they have that show? The learning channel? Is it the learning channel, TLC? Isn't that what it is? No, TLC is like 90 Day Fiance. TLC's trash TV now. I, but it stands for the learning channel or it used to, right? What? Really? I thought that's what the acronym was for. Anyways, that's not the point. You can search that later. Uh, the point is... Uh, <laughs> my mind is blown. Their Instagram has been popping up in my algorithm and they've been putting clips from like my strange addiction. Yeah. And there was a guy that went on a date and he busts out a can of tuna and he starts putting like the aroma on his neck as if it's like cologne from the can of tuna. And the lady that was on a date was like, you know, I thought you smelled a little fishy when you came in here. She was clearly turned off, but she handled it like with some composure i was kind of impressed she was just like you know what this isn't for me but she did it in a polite way she didn't like storm off she wasn't like okay you're a weirdo that's disgusting yeah but the smell of tuna puts a smile on that guy's face i guess Ew. he couldn't make it through the whole date without busting out the can of tuna it's very it's very strange did you find out if TLC stands for the Learning Channel? Yeah. First established in 1980 as the Learning Channel, it was initially focused on educational and instructional programming. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, it took a turn to the dark side. We've got we've got 90 Day Fiance, My, well, my Strange Addiction. You're learning about Strange Addiction. John and Kate Plus 8, that show was a roller coaster. Dr. Pimple Popper. Exactly. But you're exactly. learning about cysts. And masses. Toddlers and tiaras. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Cake Boss. <laughs> I mean, those are throwbacks, too. They're all amazing shows, but did I learn anything? I don't know about that. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. The Portland Expo has officially closed as a shelter. The 60 families still at the Expo yesterday were taken by school bus and city vans to hotels in Freeport and 
Lewiston. I don't know what the accommodations look like in Freeport or Lewiston, but I got to imagine that the hotel is a better option than sleeping on a, a cot gym. inside of a gym at the Portland Expo. Um, they're getting ready, of course, for the main Celtic season to get underway. Gifford's CEO said this week that the homemade ice cream brand expects to be fully operational in the next few months after a fire devastated the Skowhegan plant. Select flavors are slowly coming back to shelves, and the plan is for the Skowhegan facility to be fully operational again by the end of the year. I know while they're getting that up and running, they've been outsourcing some of the work so they can still put that ice cream on the shelves. Thank God. You need your Giffords. There's a place, the Pat's Pizza in North Yarmouth randomly has this walk-up ice cream window and they serve Giffords ice cream. And I don't know if I'm biased because that's where I went as a little girl with my dad all the time. Yeah, you got memories attached but to it. But I swear that's the best ice cream I've ever had. Every time I get it, I'm like, this is delicious. This is how ice cream should taste. It's good to see they're getting back up on their feet. Uh, Casco Bay Lines is headed to a fair increase. The Casco Bay Lines Finance Committee on Wednesday reviewed three budget scenarios that would raise rates anywhere from 8% to 16%. It's been 14 years that's unheard of in anything else, said Hank Berg, general manager. It's time. So very soon you could be paying a little bit more to ride the ferry over there. The, I feel like I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> it's because you don't. I go once in a blue moon. Yeah, you go once in a while, right? Yeah. That's the one that takes you to Peaks Island. Multiple islands. Right. Which I still need to do before summer's over. Go to well, reggae? We only got a few more weeks. No, not go to reggae. I want to take the ferry out and go to dinner on like a weeknight when it's not busy at the inn. I like uh, riding the bike around the island. I haven't done that. Maybe I'll... I'll get out there and do that this summer. I hate riding bikes. I'm so bad at it. Who knew you could be terrible at riding a bike, but I am. Little legs? Is that what the issue is? I don't know what the... I think so. Like, I can't get on and off the bike. It's not as fun for me as it is for everyone else. It's a big drop to get off. Well, for us who go out there maybe once a year, it's been less than that for me. Not a big deal there. But for the people who live out there, I'm sure the increase is going to hit a little harder. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The Little League New England champions from Gray New Gloucester Raymond are going to take on the Northwest champions from Seattle in their Little League World Series opening game at 3 p.m. today. Shouts to the Press Herald. They did a, a pretty cool overview of the entire team so you can check out the players and pick your favorite and root for them, I guess. They got their favorite foods, their Aww. favorite players, all of that profile on each of the p- players, which was pretty cool. It was interesting to see there's like... What, what are some of the favorite foods? Do you remember? Um, I saw uh, there was like tacos, cheeseburgers, lobster. Oh, ooh. Yeah. So a variety. I was like, lobster? This kid's got expensive taste. <laughs> Um, Hot Radio Maine with Andrew Scoggin Bank present the third annual Cuts for Class. Free back-to-school haircuts for students 18 and under. Monday, August 28th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Crow's Nest Barbershop, 600 Turner Street in Auburn. Uh, going back to school, you want to look fresh for the first day, put that on your calendar right now. That is Monday, August 28th. You don't have to pay a single dollar for a haircut. Amazing. We got you. Uh, just our way to help out as the kids go back to school this season. Third year, we've done it. Each year previous, we've done over 100 cuts in there. Shouts to all the barbers at Crow's Nest. They, uh, they're they in there. Last year, I felt so bad. We got a ton of pizza, and I think I ate more pizza than anybody else because all the barbers would put in all the work. They were so busy. They literally couldn't even stop to have a, a bite. But uh, I think this year, this year we're going to have a few more to rotate in there and so they can each get a, a turn and get some food as well. Good. That's crazy thinking about what we do for a gig and what you know some other people do for a gig. Like They're on their feet for eight hours doing haircuts. My legs would be shot. I actually do think about that. 
because I kind of experienced it. I wasn't cutting hair, but if I worked a double as a waitress, when I would get home at like 10 p.m., I could barely take my sneakers off. That's how bad my feet hurt. That's how I felt when I went out there and just stood around. the whole Yeah, because you're there the whole day. I'm there the whole day (laughs) for cuts for class. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not, I can like lean against stuff or sit down every once in a while. These guys are standing up the whole time. Props to them, but it's going to be a good time out there. That's five things you need to know made hot by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident? Call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. After 14 months of marriage and nearly seven years together, Britney Spears and Sam Ashgari, I don't think I ever really learned how to pronounce his name properly, but I guess it doesn't matter now, have gone their separate ways. About a week ago, Sam confronted Britney over rumors that she cheated on him and the two had a huge fight. TMZ source says that Sam moved out of their house and is now living in his own place. At times, Britney's behavior has been very erratic and apparently Sam is over it. Britney reportedly has a prenup that protects her assets. I heard rumors that he's trying to get some of those things changed. And I know, he's like sh- threatening to release embarrassing information about her to the press. And she's hired a high-profile divorce lawyer we'll we'll see how this goes but it doesn't look like it's going to be a clean break the two met back in 2016 on the set of her slumber party music video and married in june of 2022 neither party has commented on the end of the marriage but we've seen what's been going on well that's sad i feel like they've been together for so long and he he was there when her conservatorship was lifted and i don't know that just makes me sad i mean i'm not gonna feel feel like she's gonna be all alone i'm not gonna feel bad for her if the story of her cheating was true this man's been there through thick and thin with you i don't know why i just don't feel like she would cheat on him like um, were people dming her because of her sexy videos or something i kind of feel like he was over the videos that's what i think i kind of feel like i should keep my mouth shut on this topic because <laughs> my thoughts are i should keep my mouth shut on this topic tara's like please don't say it i don't know if the conservatorship was right but there's definitely something going on over there where i think she needs help i'll say that much well i just don't think that this is def like this is definitely not going to be good for her like a, a publicized divorce no for sure 100 percent, not good for mental health for anybody and he was seeking spousal support and all this stuff and i just think that's so lame he what he was a dancer though like he did technically work for her i always think that's so lame when people try to get spousal support like child support i understand 100 million percent yeah but you gave up your career you did different things life changed you became a partner and certain things happen if the tables were turned and it was a guy who cheated on uh his wife everybody would be like take him to the cleaners i don't believe she cheated on him that's why i have to wait have to all right wait. if it comes out that proof. she did but i'm just saying if it was a guy in in a hollywood divorce that cheated on his wife everyone would be like she should take him for everything Michael Orr knew the Tui family were his, quote, legal conservators in 2011, despite claiming in legal docs that he just became aware this February. And why is he doing this? Why is he saying this? I have no idea. And uh, it's pretty clear. Uh, Orr wrote, I beat the odds from homelessness to the blind side and beyond a memoir that was released in 2011 and specifically talked about the legal relationship he had with the family in the memoir. They're like, it's in writing, in your own book. 
in 2011. This is pretty bad. Yeah, not not great. The Tuies issued a statement refuting Orr's claims and denied they got rich from the film. Orr's attorney asked for an accounting of money the family made through contracts negotiated on his behalf. So it'll be interesting to see what they get back. But right now, it's kind of swinging into their favor from everything that I've seen in the media. Uh, it just... I get like secondhand embarrassment. I don't know. Like, how could you how could you try to go public with this if it's literally in your own writing in your book? The only thing that I can think of is the way he explains it is, yes, it was a conservatorship, but that's what they had to call it because he was 18. But in his mind, it was like a legal adoption because that was his family. And maybe he feels estranged from his family now and separated. And so he's like, you know what? I was never really adopted. And in his mind, that's the difference. I don't know. But we'll see. It'll be interesting if they uncover uh, some financials swinging his way where they're like, yeah, this family was profiting a lot. I know. And he didn't receive any of that. But we haven't really heard too much of that. And the family claimed that they only got a small portion from the film. They divided it up evenly between every member of the family and he got his share. And that was all that they saw. In the wake of Kiki Palmer co-starring with Usher in his new boyfriend video, uh, people is reporting that Palmer's baby daddy is out. (laughs) You know he called them up so quick. A source said Darius Jackson has moved on. He is the source. A hundred percent. He's literally this music video drops and everyone's talking about it because they're like, that is the pettiest thing I have ever seen. And then people reports that he has moved on. He has moved on. This was her like coming out party of like, yeah, we're done here. Uh, Palmer, if you don't remember, went to see Usher perform in Las Vegas. She showed off her form-fitting outfit on social media. And then uh, Jackson commented, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. He deleted his Twitter account after the online backlash against him. Uh, neither Kiki nor Darius have officially spoken publicly about the issue. The two are parents to a newborn son, but it looks like they have gone their separate ways. I guess they'll be good parents and co-parent together. I. I read, and I don't know if this is true, so take it with a grain of salt, but I read that, you know, after he went on his rant about traditional stereotypes in the home and what he believes, and he doesn't agree that Kiki Palmer should be dressing or behaving, acting like that when she is a mother, like she should be at home with their child. The stereotypes of like she should be at home and then like the man is the provider. He was on her payroll. He worked for her. (laughs) So she was the boss. That's oh, not that traditional. If, if he wants to talk about traditional roles, that's not traditional. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know what? He has moved on. Listen, I was thinking about it in the light of, uh, you know, if I went to a show, I don't know, uh, say Nicki Minaj show, and she started dancing on me and then my significant other got mad and put something out there publicly. I could understand the frustration a little bit. I don't know about the need to put it publicly, and I don't think that it's like a relationship ender i feel like that there were other problems there but i could on the surface kind of understand but with with you saying the whole traditional thing and the fact that he's on the payroll i think he needs to just he just needs to sit Sit down down. on that one also i guarantee you so like if tucker went to let's use Nicki minaj if he went to a Nicki minaj show and he got pulled up on stage and she gave him like a lap dance or whatever i wouldn't care because we're just normal people we're not on Nicki minaj's level yeah nothing's gonna my mind's like i'm on Nicki's level Nothing's nothing's gonna come of it. She's not gonna be like, oh, you can come with me backstage. You know what I mean? Like she's just gonna send him back to the crowd. But since Kiki Palmer is a celebrity, she 
probably could get with Usher if she wanted to. Yeah, there is a world where they could be together. And now they she's probably starring have in each other's video. Exactly. They're so I could see how we could catch some feelings. Yeah, but the tweets were embarrassing. They were. And about the outfit and being a mom. It was just like kind of low. moms can't be sexy? It was just kind of low blow. I think it's for the best. Yeah. Good luck co-parenting. Uh, Doja Cat has started her own purge and is proud of it after refusing to tell her fans she loves them and criticizing the group of hardcore fans called Kittens. Doja has seen a steep drop in IG followers. Some estimate she's down 500,000 fans on Instagram. Whoa. In an Instagram story, she wrote, seeing all these people unfollow makes me feel like I've defeated a large beast that's been holding me down for so long and it feels like I can reconnect with the people who really matter and love me for who I am, not for who I was. I feel free. I am so confused by this. Why does she think that her fans are her haters were they were her fans bullying her i didn't think they were I think she's kind of like she got the ick from the obsession of like you know how nikki has the barbs and apparently she had the kittens like she didn't like it it was too weird for her okay well it's kind it kind of comes with the job here also, 500,000 people leaving your Instagram, probably not the best look when you're trying to sell tickets to a tour. I know. Love Doja Cat. I love her music, but I just don't, I'm not really digging being mean to the fans, the diehard fans. Yeah, it is strange. While I do think being obsessed with a celebrity like that, yeah. It's a little strange, but at the same time, who do you think is, we get hit up from random texts being like, play Beyonce's new song. Like the beehive hits us up all the time or finds us on Twitter or comments, like play this, like they're out here supporting you and your music and like stream Doja Cat's new songs, stream Paint the Town Red. Have, has anyone heard this? They're posting it everywhere. Like they're basically doing free marketing and advertising and now you've pissed them off. Right, it's weird. Like they wanna see their favorite go number I also, one. I also like, Here's the question that I have is she says like, you know, that's not who she was and now she can be who she really wants to be and saying. feel free. I don't understand all of that talk because she was also talking about how like she's switching directions with this album and she's going, she's going to be the artist who she was and she was dissing her own music that everybody loves. That was hits. I know. What are you going to perform on tour? Those are the songs you're going to perform. So that's strange. And then the new music comes out and, you know, Paint the Town Red's a fine song, but I don't notice any massive creative difference than her other music unless I'm missing something. I know. It, it sounds like it could have been on the last album. So what's the what's this new direction that we're going in? I don't know. Anyways, it is strange to be mean to your fans. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I was rocking with the Doja Cat weirdness up until that point where she was mean to the fans. And I'm like, eh, those are your supporters. I know. Annalie Choppa took to social media recently to reveal his partner, Marissa Denae, gave birth to their son, Chosen One. <laughs> it's the couple's second child and Choppa's third. He broke down the name Chosen C-H-O-Z-E-N, and then Juan is W-O-N-E. He began Zen, Zenful Energy from the Divine. One, he already won at life. One, the Chosen One. Chosen One is the name. I am so glad you just broke it down because reading the name... I was thinking to myself, why not just spell it chosen one? Why did they spell it like that? Well, I didn't break but, it down. Emily Chopper broke it down. But now that we have a little backstory, it definitely makes more sense. It's an interesting name. Celebrities, they got to go with something a little bit <laughs> left when it comes to the names. So uh, shouts to Emily Chopper. Congratulations. Uh, like I said, his third kid and second uh, with his current partner, Marissa. So congrats. He posted some... Uh, questionable videos from the hospital people were a little mixed on why the reaction uh he was having fun with like you know trying to make his his girl laugh there were some private moments that he posted and i think some people were upset by it. but if she's fine with it and 
really cares. Why? Because she's actively in labor? She, yeah, she's like throwing up in one one of the videos that he posted. I'll let you just go to his, his Instagram and you can check out the videos and be a judge for yourself. But there were some people that didn't feel like they were tasteful and others that were like, he's just goofing around. Seems like he's happy. Easy for him to do. He's not the one in labor. Right. <laughs> There's also an adorable picture of his newborn son like gripping his finger. Finger. They were mixed in there. So check it out. Uh, congrats to Annalie Choppa. That is your Dirty on the 30. Sat Radio Main. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. We got Neo, Mario, Robin Thick tickets, Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. It is happening on the 15th of September, 207-807-1104. To get these tickets, 207-807-1104. We want to know what? Without naming the show, what's a quote that gives it away? So a TV show you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Without naming the TV show, what's a quote that gives it away? Where's the beach? Jersey Shore. You hesitated. Well, I wasn't. I was thinking like sitcom. I wasn't thinking reality TV show, but I should have known with you it was going to be a reality TV show. <laughs> Come on now. Um, wasn't it just like the 13th anniversary of Snooki getting arrested was last week or a couple of weeks ago? Yes. The Where's the Beach lives yeah. on. Iconic moment. That's a good one. 207 807 1104. The question is Without naming the show, what's a quote that gives it away? I was going to say, I got a couple. Like, that's what she said. Okay. The Office. And in West Philadelphia, born and raised. Why did I just, I, I'm seeing Will Smith, but, oh, uh, the Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. My God, I like could not get the name <laughs> of the show out, but I was seeing the whole does intro. That, does that count? Because that's like the theme song that plays. So it's a quote from the theme song. I think so. That counts still? Yeah. It's not like a direct quote from the show, I guess. You did not say what I thought you were going to say. What is The wh- easiest one of all. I'll save it because I know someone's going to take it. Well, don't, don't take it. If nobody takes and it. And I recently then. started watching it for the first time all the way through. All right. Don't say it. Uh, let's, let's see if somebody gets it. If not, then you can say if it. Not, that'd be shocking. Kim from Garland. The question is. Without naming the show, what's a quote that gives it away? Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't it? know. I'm, I don't My know. My mind just went to Law and Order SVU. No. Nope. <laughs> I, I need a hint. Is this a funny show? It is a funny show from Canada. Oh, from Canada. A funny show from Canada. How, the did, only, you, the how only, did you watch it? The only show I know from Canada is Degrassi. No, no. What was the it's network? Newer, oh, I don't even remember the network. Um, oh, maybe? is it um, is it uh, Shit's Creek? Nope. I'm just naming Canadian shows now. <laughs> That's Canadian. I think it was like a Canadian show, right? I didn't think that. Okay, I can't figure it out. I'm Googling it and I can't. I can't. Just tell us. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Oh. I've watched like Allegedly. two. I've watched like two episodes of that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very popular. That's a good one. We'll put you down for that. We'll put you in the running for the uh, Neo Robin Thicke Mario tickets as well. All right. Awesome. Thank you. All right. You have a good one. Bye. I knew it had to be one of the shows that came down from Canada that was on Netflix. And I, I don't know if that's Netflix or Hulu, but that always pops up in the uh, like suggested shows. I always hear about it i thought it was a band i feel like the actors <laughs> also go on tour and i is feel, that why i feel like they've been at like the state theater. yeah 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 connor in portland the question is without naming the show what's a quote that gives it away come at the king you best not miss at the king wait that sounds so familiar come at the king you best not miss uh, come on it's like one of the best of all time is it the sopranos no you're close though you're very close hmm like, so close. If it's one of the best of all times, I'm going HBO show. Yeah. Not The Sopranos. Nope. Um, the Wire. Yep. Oh! Mm, I gotta go back and watch it. Omar is a classic character. 
Um, dude, he's like one of the best characters on on television. Dude. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, Michael K. Williams, who passed away yeah. fairly recently, right? Yeah. That was like within the last year, I would say, or so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. I always try to to rewatch The Wire, and you know what gets me is the the season where they're on the docks. I always lose interest in the yeah, season. Yeah, the second season, everybody loses loses interest in the second season. But I think like I, I find that to be like one of the best if you stick it if you just like stick it through, you know, because it's such like a switch from the first season, which is in the street. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah, in the docks or whatever, and you got different characters. But I think that I still think that was a very solid season, given given the chance. Well, I gotta power through and watch the entire thing. I, you know what? I've seen like the first. I think I fell off during the dock season, and then I watched like the last two seasons as well. I picked up, so I like know how it ends. But there's a bunch in the yeah, middle. yeah, yeah. There's a bunch in the middle I haven't seen. Hey, this is Ryan and Tara at Hot Radio Maine. Who's this? This is Amanda from Bangor. Amanda in Bangor. The question is... Without naming the show, what's a quote that gives it away? I'm Rick James, beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Chappelle's show. Yeah, of course. What's Cla- for me? Classic. Anna in Portland. The question is... Without naming the show, what's a quote that gives it away? Serenity Now. I was trying to think of a good quote for this show, and I couldn't come up with one, but this is the perfect one. This is Seinfeld. <laughs> Serenity yeah. now, uh, George Costanza's George Costanza's dad. Yes, it was my uh, favorite quote. Yeah, that's a great that's a great one. I do I do use Serenity now whenever I'm getting a little bit stressed out. So it has it has real world application. <laughs> Ashley in Hamden, the question is: Without naming the show, what is a quote that gives it away? Did I do that? <laughs> Tara is a little bit younger than me. Do you know the name of the show? It's Family Matters, right? All right, all right, all right. It's Steve Urkel. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the Steve Urkel show. No, I've actually watched a lot of Family Matters <laughs> because that and Full House used to run on a loop on a ABC True. Family. And so after school, that's all you had to watch. True. Here's another one for uh, the show that you picked. What was your quote again? Where's the beach? This person texted in and said, cabs are here. Yes. I think cabs are here is more iconic than where's the beach or more what? more of a giveaway than where's the beach. Disagree. Where's the beach was one episode. Cabs are here. They said for like every season. Yeah, but no one will forget where's the beach. It's T-shirt time. <laughs> and also from the where's the beach episode, that's the episode where she says, I'm a good person. All my friends still quote that to this day. Austin from Westbrook, the question is? Without naming the show, what's a quote that gives it away? Who do you want to couple up with? Oh my gosh, Love Island, right? Yeah, straight up, yeah. That would have been so embarrassing if I didn't get it right. That's my favorite show. (laughs) Even I knew that one, Zara, come on. I would like to couple up with this boy. Dude, I'm such a sucker for that show. It's so good. <laughs> are you a Are you a U.S. version or a U.K. version? Uh, U.S. I mean, I, I, I watch them both, but I prefer the U.S. Oh, interesting. Really? I feel like more people lean towards the U.K. version. It's true. It's true. I don't know. This season is so good of U.S., though. That's what I've heard, and I'm really tempted to start watching it. I never have, but this season is messy. Is it the same for the for the United States version where they like it's like our episode every single day type deal? Oh, wow. What is that? It's on Peacock? There are less episodes, but still a lot. Interesting. Are you trying to win these Neo Robin Thicke Mario tickets? Yeah, for sure. We picked your text. We're hooking you up with a pair of tickets. You're going to the show. Go. Thank you. (laughs) Congratulations. You're there September 15th, Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Uh, Who are you going to take with you? Who's going to be your plus one? Uh, 
I'll take my Love Island watching buddy, my girlfriend. Aww. (laughs) The girl you'd like to couple up with. (laughs) Yeah. Next chance to win tickets, 5 p.m. this afternoon with Be All. Here's a couple more quotes. Somebody on the text said, I have asked you this thrice. Is that from The Office? Might not say that? That is actually a Schitt's Creek one, I believe. Is it? I've asked you that. Yes. Who is it? David says it. Oh, I cannot believe it. But nobody said the easiest, most basic one that I thought everyone would be saying. We were on a break. Yes. However, people said that multiple times on Facebook, but no one texted or called that in. Was that the one that you were going to say? Yeah. Is that the one that we started with? We first started the topic. You were like, there's an iconic one. I'm not going to use yeah. it. That was what you were thinking because of? Because I recently started watching Friends all the way through for the very first time. I haven't gotten there yet but i obviously know about it and that show is way more sexual than i remember it being i've only ever seen reruns on like tbs and i think they clean it up because every episode is talking about sex i don't remember that (laughs) no you're just older now and you know what they're talking about is that it yeah for sure hot mornings with brian delon and tara fox as if we don't have enough of a bad reputation overseas Americans. What? Americans. Uh, two Americans were discovered on Monday after spending a drunken night up the Eiffel Tower. I was, you're not allowed up there. Well, the two men who had Sunday evening tickets were allegedly trapped there due to their excessive alcohol consumption. According to the Paris prosecutor's office, uh, the tourists were found asleep early on Monday morning by Eiffel Tower security staff doing their rounds ahead of the monument's opening. So yeah, you're not supposed to be in there when it's closed. <laughs> But they passed out because they were so drunk and they were still sleeping Monday when they were found. I'm surprised they weren't those YouTubers that purposely go places and hide and then are like, I'm in here. No one's here. Abandoned mall. You know those people? I have seen a few of those videos. I'm surprised they didn't do this on purpose. No, I think these were just two Americans that like to get after it. Uh, The tourists were quickly removed and handed over to Paris police. I'm not sure if they're going to get charges pressed against them. I know that the company that runs the Eiffel Tower said that they're going to press charges for the intrusion. God. Yeah. Uh, How did no one realize? But there was no damage. There was no threat. They just were drunk and were sleeping. But before close, how did they not realize, okay, we've got two guests sleeping in here? Depends where they fell asleep. I had a buddy who fell asleep in a bathroom once and he didn't uh, get found until the following morning by the cleaning crew. Oh, where? It was at a, a bar slash club. What? Yeah. That's the, crazy. On the Sunset Strip. We all just thought he went home with some, oh, some friend gosh. he met at the bar. And then uh, he was so mad at us. He said, why did you guys take cabs and leave me there? Sorry. He had gum in his hair, too. Somebody put gum in his <gasps> hair. <laughs> the gum out of his hair. That's terrible. And now he's an adult with two children. That's a nice house. Has anything like that ever happened to you? Because I can't think of something for myself. But one time, my BFF, Amanda, fell asleep on the school bus. And she missed her stop. I've fallen asleep. And then they got back to the bus station. And the bus driver was like, oh. <gasps> That's hilarious. She was still on the bus. She was just like a kid that and was her tired. Mom, her she mom wasn't, had to come. She wasn't drunk or anything. It was either she fell asleep or for some reason she didn't get off the bus. She happened to drive by her mom. Like her mom was driving home and she was like in the window with her hands up. Like So her mom saw her and was like, wait, she didn't get off the bus. So the mom knew before the bus driver even had to call. It was very dramatic and a weird scenario. And so the mom went to the called the school and went to the bus station and was luckily able to get her and take her home. But wild day for the girl. <laughs> yeah, that was just... It's like so small town too to like drive by your own mother. And you're like, mommy. Help me. <laughs> I think she's getting kidnapped. I know. 